Welcome back, everybody, to the D-French. Episode number 12 is about to begin right now. Before we get into that, make sure you subscribe on YouTube. If you're not subscribed already, if you want to go over there on YouTube and watch the show, just type in D-French. You can get everything right there. Clips, the full podcast, everything is there for you guys. You can go to iTunes, you can go to Spotify, you can go to SoundCloud, just search up the D-French show if you would like to listen to the audio version only. So <clears throat> we got a lot to get into. We got future, uh, not future, we got see the guy calling uh, Post Malone a fake future. There's backlash on that. There's um, Cardi B getting more backlash from the political side because she's trying to open up commentary to the conservatives so she's getting backlash there i'm gonna speak about the guys getting backlash for shaking donald trump's hand at the national championship game i'm gonna speak on bad baby going to do a mental break it's just we just got a lot to get into we don't got a lot of time so let's hop right into it so charlamagne was on walla 267's like kind of like an interview type of show you know I, and speaking of that let me slow down let me slow down he's on walla 267's interview show and walla 267 is going to ask him a question who would you kick out of hip-hop and this is the person in hip-hop that Charlemagne would like to kick out. A very beloved person. Very beloved. You can see who it is if you're watching by the title. But just listen to it. Now, I'm going to say this. <clears throat> you got to kick two people out of the rap game right now. Who are you kicking out? Right now? Right now. Who are you kicking out? Because they, they just like, who do you feel as though you kicking out of the rap game? If you got to kick two people out right now. You're not giving me no options? No yeah. options. You pick who you want to pick. Two people. As you feel um, as though... You trying to kick out the rap game because you you real critical about rap. Post Malone. Post Malone. Motherfucking Malone. How dare you? How dare you? Um, I can't think of nobody else. Post Malone definitely though, and and for no other reason other than I just probably I'm probably hating. I don't really dig his music like that. I think he's a fake Future, mm-hmm. and Future gets too much. Future gets so much flack for being Future, but then you got. A, a guy out there pretending to be future. That was Post Malone. Um, One more. I don't know who the other. Give me some options. Who would you? No, I, I ain't got no options. Oh, I'm now you ain't got no. <laughs> I'm just asking you. <laughs> All right, so that's pretty much it for that clip, right? So he does admit that he's hating on Post Malone. As you know, he doesn't like Post Malone, mostly because from what I've seen, when they interviewed Post Malone, it was a real awkward interview. He kept asking, like, what are you doing for black issues? Which I don't think you should You should, you should put niggas on the spot like that. That, that That's kind of corny. The, the, the guy wants to be white, and he wants to be in the space, and he's respected. I don't think he's done anything disrespectful to the space, maybe other than saying that there is no hip-hop music that can make you feel anything, maybe make you feel sad or make you feel this. Maybe that was his only misstep. And that's why a lot of people, I feel like, don't like him is because of that misstep. But if we're going to be objective, right? Is it objective when you're, like, putting, taking yourself out? You're not trying to be biased? I don't think any in any realm does Post Malone make the same type of music or sound like Future. Does he sing? Does he do melodic type of shit? Yeah. Half the damn industry is doing that now. That's not a Post Malone only thing and that's only because he's white like it's because he's white that's at the end of the day if postman was a black guy and he was successful they wouldn't be saying oh he's future clone or whatever that they should be like he's a guy who's doing the melodic thing just like everybody else is doing and we could be honest this is my honesty i don't know about you guys honestly because everybody has different opinions but in the past three years three years of putting out music what does future put out he's put out hendrix he's put out future he's put out uh, the Wizard, Future the Wizard. That was last year, right? So if we just go last year, we just go last year. Future the Wizard <clears throat> and Hollywood is bleeding. My opinion. Post Malone over the past three years, when is when now that Beast Mode? That was 2015. So from 2017 and on, Post Malone has been making and putting out better music than Future. Point blank period. I don't think they sound alike. People say they sound alike. Well, Charlemagne says they sound alike. I don't think that. But I'm just comparing the two off. 
who is putting out a better quality of work? Because I hate to do this. Because like I said yesterday, I love Future. But if you got to put two people against each other, I can honestly say in the past three years, Post Malone has been putting out higher quality of music than Post Malone. And I'm not going off numbers. I'm not going off popularity. I'm not going off sold out stadium. I'm not going off none of that. I'm going off just the the the, the art of listening to an album and enjoying that album and going to listen to it again. Future the Wizard, maybe a couple of songs off there, maybe two or three I'll go back and listen to. Post Malone's Hollywood is Bleeding, I can listen to the whole thing through and through. Shit with Ozzy Osbourne, Travis Scott, fire. The shit with the baby, fire. The shit with just him, the circle song, that shit's like number three, number well, it was number one, now it's number three because Roddy Rich the box, salute to Roddy Rich. Um, that went back down, but to say that he sounds like Future is just a stretch, and he's getting a lot of like hate on this. Like anytime I go into a comment section, or anytime I go into a like hot hot new hip hop made an article about it. You look at the like to dislike ratio, and you look at the comments. People are like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And then that could also be because people don't like Charlemagne. Like I said, if people do not like you, they will not take your takes um, seriously. They'll anything you say will be back. Anything you say, people hate against because they don't like you. And I feel like in the entertainment game. In order to make it, I came to this realization the other day, the order to make it in entertainment, you need to be polarizing, right? It, it, can, be, it, only, it can only be two ways about you. You could try to be the squeaky clean. You could try to do all that shit like that. But there's only two ways to make it, and that's to be polarizing. Charlamagne the God, polarizing. DJ Academics, polarizing. Joe Budden, polarizing. The three biggest in the game are polarizing. You know why? Because either they hate you, or they love you. There's no in between where it's like, eh, it's another. It's either they hate you or they love you, and it doesn't matter what you do. Even the niggas that hate you are gonna watch the shit you do. People that love you are gonna watch what you do. So that's what it is. It's not even just the media. Conor McGregor. When you look at that guy, you either think he's the biggest piece of shit on the earth, or you're like, I fucking love this guy. I love Conor McGregor. I can't wait for the fight with him and Cowboy Cerrone this weekend. But this ain't the MMA. We'll probably talk about it though. If, when we get, if whatever happens on Saturday night between Connor and Cowboy, if it's a first round knockout of Cerrone, whatever, we're going to get into it. But back to this, like you said, he was just hating. It's just, a, it's just a, it's just a biased opinion. And I don't think that you should put out your biased opinions a lot, like super skew biased opinions a lot, because then a lot of your other takes will seem to be, they'll seem to fall flat. People won't take you as seriously when they know you're just speaking off of bias. You're not really looking at it objectively. Because if you kick Post Malone out of hip-hop, and I don't think Post Malone goes out his way to be hip-hop. I know he uses hip-hop elements, but I think that's just because hip-hop is the most popular music in the world right now. And if you look at pop music as a whole, it's a dead it's dead music. It's a dying, it's a dying genre. I look at pop music as a dying genre. You know, you got your big people, you got the Camila Cabello, you got the Deshaun uh, the Mendes. Those are the biggest pop stars that I know about. And Taylor Swift, she could drop an album and anybody love it, whatever. But even you look at a guy like Justin Bieber, what did he do? That's like one of them, that's the new version of the hip hop R&B merge type of song. That yummy shit, that's not a traditional pop song. Because the traditional pop artists, not people that are, I'm not talking about Ed Sheeran, because these people just put out quality, great music. I'm talking about these people who just, I don't know, just dead pop music. That's what I think Yummy is. That's just a dead pop song. And dead music to me is just something that doesn't do anything for you. Post Malone doesn't make dead pop music. He uses hip-hop elements, and he does his thing. I don't consider him a rapper because he doesn't rap. He has rappers in his stuff, just like any other pop artist do. But Post Malone himself, when he's by himself on a song, he can hold his own. A lot of these pop artists I listen to can't hold their own on a song. That's why they need to reach into hip-hop and grab that rapper. Hey, Kendrick, get on this song. Hey, Drake, come get on this song. Hey, Lil Baby, come get on this song. They need those people. I don't think Post Malone necessarily needs them to be on there. But I'm not saying he doesn't need hip-hop to 
stay with. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying he doesn't necessarily need hip hop artists to stay hot. He can use the elements of it and make great music, but I don't think he needs him. And I don't think he sounds like Future. Just because somebody does the singy songy melodic shit doesn't mean he sounds like Future. And if he does, the past three years he's been doing it better than Future because I mean he can actually Post Malone can actually sing. Future, I don't know if Future could like no auto tune actually sing, but I've heard Post Malone on songs like well live type of shit I've seen no auto tune kind of able to say I'm not saying he's fucking Mariah Carey or Beyonce but I'm just saying you know he has a better voice than Future does so that's what I got on that I hate doing shit like that because at the end of the day you got to tear down something that you like and I really do like Future I keep listening to that Life is Good record Future killed that Life is Good I think Future might have killed it better than Drake only because Future had that way better beat than Drake Drake was that was like a classic like Drake type of beat but that Future beat when that when it switches when he be talking about hey you got the red bottom he had the thing and that goes on like that, it just sounds so good. And I, I just, I don't know, Drake should have got another verse on it. I'm, I'm going to keep saying that until they actually put a Drake verse on the Future side. They just have to. And if you want to throw Future a bone, if you don't want to be like, oh, Drake's taking off both sides, throw Future on the first beat too, and then we could do switch it how we do. We can let Future end it off, and then Drake will come on. and Just do it like that. So that's all I got on the Future. Um, Charlemagne, Post Malone is a fake Future take. So let me dial it back. We're getting some serious. We're into people's mental health and how people feel. I don't usually talk about Bad Baby because I don't feel no reason to really speak on um, her. She got viral. We already know Catch Me Outside. She put out music. Some songs weren't necessarily horrible. Like it, like when you compare it to the shit that's coming out today, her music isn't necessarily any worse or any better than a lot of shit that's coming out. Like people that are like actually really famous and like really really selling records, her music isn't like no worse than anybody else's music that's coming out. But she gets a lot of hate. Right, a lot for for a young kid. I can understand how this could probably be detrimental to your mental health. But on the flip side of that, I can see how she brings it on to herself. She does things and reacts to things like a child. I mean, she is a child at the end of the day. But <clears throat> I feel like when you come in that way, abrasive. I'm in your face. I'm that. You got to keep. You got to keep doing it because if you if that's your brand and that's how you come in, that's how you got to go out. So these are some of the tweets that she or not tweets. These are some of the Instagram posts that she made a message about. She says, due to my mental health, I'll be taking a small break from this app. I hate to say it, but y'all won. Congrats. Mission complete. Y'all made the little 16-year-old completely lose it. Now, don't try to, and then that's another thing. Don't try to fall back to that 16-year-old shit. You want to act grown? You want to talk tough? You want to do all that shit? Don't try to fall back into the, I'm, I'm bullied the little 16-year-old. You got that loose mouth? People going to talk to you with a loose mouth. People don't give a fuck if you're a kid now. I'm, I'm sorry. People don't care. Especially if you're famous. Like, if you're famous, they, maybe you like, not famous, they might give you a pass. But if you're famous, they don't give a fuck. They're not giving you no passes. So, social media has not only made me who I am, but also has every reason I cannot sleep at night. Imagine being called a racist white cunt every second of the day. I show off a tattoo. They say I'm trying to be black. I defend, my, I defend myself. Then, boom, I'm labeled as a racist. There's no winning as a celebrity on this app. There's no winning as somebody on this app. Everything I do will be considered wrong. Imagine being me for a second. You just uh, get a cute new wig and want to show it off. Then the minute you post it, your mood is insecure because your comment section is flooded with this slut wants to be black so bad while wearing a straight blonde wig. This shit is really draining. When I do come back, I will be turning all my comments off. Have a nice day. So bad baby's obviously been affected by her, her by her comment section. You know, and it's sad to see because at the end of the day, 
We could talk shit. People could bump their gums at celebrities all day. But if something was to happen to, like, let's dial it back and get serious for a moment. If something was to come of this and something was to happen to her, knock on wood, you know what I'm saying? I don't really condone any of the action that she do. I don't really condone any of the ways that she got on because I feel like a lot of other younger people will see that and they'll think that that's the way to get on. I don't condone any of that. But as a person on a personable level, I wouldn't want to see her kill herself. Like, because of social media. I wouldn't see want to see anybody going to um, her get addicted to drugs because of social media. Because you got to think about child stars of the old, right? Look at them now. They Most of them went through a drug type of problem. They went to rehab. They was fucked up. There's not even too many child stars that make it out of being a child star in, in, in was it, converting to adulthood in a good way. It just doesn't happen. And I, like I said, people can say she brings on herself. Whenever they said... Um, she wanted to be black because she had braids. She went off saying black women did that. Something about black women. Um, y'all wear y'all hair straight. Do y'all want to be white? And I get she's making a point, right? What she's saying it isn't like untrue statement, but the mess you're the, me, the the message can't come from you because people already do not like you. And like I said, when people already do not like you, everything you do they're gonna tear you down. She put on a blonde wig that says she want to be black. She do this. She want to be black. She's got to at least admit to herself. And I'm not saying that the way she acts is a, a black woman all day, every day. But that is the character, character, whatever the fuck, of a ghetto black woman is the way she acts. Stereotypical way, if you think of a black woman to act, that is how she acts. And she can't try to say, oh, I'm doing this because it's me. Yeah, you might have been raised in the hood. That's what you've seen. But where are you getting, where are you bouncing that off of, right? That's the stereotypical black woman persona that you have. And it could be just raised from the ground up. That could, what you, you could have been around that. But you have to like, at least be able to see that, okay, I see what people are saying because I see how people stereotype black women and this is how they act and this is how I act, even if this is me being me. It will never work for me because I'm white. You just got to look in the mirror and do that. She needs to do a rebrand. If she wants to get taken seriously, she has to do a rebrand. She has to get away from the stereotypical character type of a black woman that's not even really relevant to this day. Yes, there's still people that act like that, but that isn't even like a funny thing. I've, this, I've always said this, right? Not every gay dude. Not everyone. But like, especially like that white gay dude. This is what I don't get. People hate bad baby, right? They hate her. They talk shit. She wants to be black. But this white gay dude, I don't even know what his name is. He be, he do the same shit she do, but he's famous. And he's popular because he acts like the stereotypical caricature of a black ghetto woman. But he's famous and she gets dragged for it. Is it because she, it's because she's a white woman and there's something about being white is like another one of them, them complex. Like it's just mentally like, oh, fuck, he's a white man. He can do do. But that's what most gay guys do, too. Not even just the white gay guys I'm talking about. I don't know what his name is, but if you know what I'm talking about, he'd be eh, eh, doing all that extra shit. Bitch, I'm out my car stilettos. I don't know what his name is, but if you, you'll, you'll know who I'm talking about if you know, if you see on Instagram or social media. That's what gay guys do. Most gay guys are an over-stereotypical caricature of a ghetto black girl. That's just the way that is. This is what they are. And that's what Bad Baby does. So... You got to look in the mirror for a rebrand. If you're really going to get off social media, I think you need to come back with a rebrand. You sit down with your team, figure out how can we rebrand myself? I don't want to be like this all the time. I don't want to be confrontational. I don't want to pull up at these girls' houses and try to fight them and put them on social media. You shouldn't be wanting to do that. You want to last, right? You want to make it in the industry. You you made it further than I ever thought she could. I thought Catch Me Outside was going to be a one-off thing and that she was going to be dead in the water. She's still relevant to this day. 
social media just evolved to where that she could still stay relevant. I thought she was going to be like the mentally challenged people who was popular back in 2014. The guy with the fucked up eagle eye. Um, I, just, I thought she was going to be like that. Just a meme that goes to die. But she's still thriving. Then she got like 18 million followers on Instagram. or a high number. Something like that. A high ass number of followers on Instagram. She do have people that love her. But she also gets a lot of hate. And like I said, in entertainment, you kind of got to be polarizing. Because regardless of what you do, people are going to talk about it. Either if they hate you or they love you. And that's her. So, like I said, on a serious note, hopefully nothing comes from this. Hopefully she doesn't kill herself or go into deep depression or start doing drugs, anything like that. Because you never want to see that happen to anybody. I don't care what people do on social media. That doesn't affect me day to day. Like, I wouldn't look at her on social media like, I hate this bitch. I hope she dies. No, I wouldn't want that to happen. What I would be like, damn, I wish you could probably change your ways so that you could have a better life in the future. Yes, that's how I would look at a, a situation like Bad Baby and how she has things going for her. So, you know what I'm saying? Prayers up, hope nothing happens, you know? I'm not going to be like one of these people like, <laughs> laugh at your downfall, I hate you. I'm going to be realistic and I'm going to give you like actual um, insight in how people look at you and how you should probably try to move going forward. The loud shit, yeah, I got you here, but what's going to keep you here? That's just that's how it is in the day. And this guy, who I'm about to talk about next, has, is going to have to deal with that when he gets out of prison. So there was a report that came out yesterday that 6ix9ine, is, uh, he fears for his life in prison and he's looking to finish his sentence at home. This is according to Hot New Hip Hop. So, uh, why is it scrolling so goddamn fast? Takashi 6 9 got off easy during the federal gun and racketeering case. The rapper was initially facing decades behind bars, but is willing to cooperate with law enforcement worked in his favor. The judge announced that 6 9 will be given a two-year sentence with time served, meaning that he could be out as early as August of 2020. According to TMZ, the rapper is now asking the judge to allow him to finish the remainder of his 24-month sentence under home confinement up in a community career or in a... Hot new hip-hop. We got the spelling errors. What the fuck going on? Confinement or in a community correctional facility. As you'd expect, the rapper is currently shook for his own safety and feels that like he is at risk of being harmed. This is entirely due to the fact that he has testified against the nine trade gangster bloods. The fact that the private jail he's in is filled with many other blood members isn't making him feel any safer. 6ix9ine's attorney, Lance Lazar, recently filed the documents asking the judge to consider allowing 6ix9ine to wrap up the rest of the sentence at home. Seeing as how the judge already took it easy on 6ix9ine, it's unclear whether they'll be willing to release 6ix9ine sooner than they expected. We'll have to see how this pans out. So, I doubt that the judge is going to um, let 6ix9ine... If, it, if it's Judge Engelmeyer, if it's the sentencing judge, if that's who gets to determine this, I highly doubt that they're going to let 6ix9ine out early. Because if you was reading um, the, uh, the guy's tweets, I forgot what his name is, but you know... The guy who was like really on the ground during the 6ix9ine case. Everybody was waiting for his tweets to load and load and load. Whoever that guy was. Once you read those tweets, Judge Engelmeyer, he liked the drama of it. He liked the the hype of it. He wasn't, he was, he wanted to put 6ix9ine in jail, right? Not for a long time, but he's going to give you something. He's going to, you're not going home today. So I highly doubt that after all that big spiel, after that big speech, that he's going to now consider letting you go home to finish the rest of your thing. Especially if there's been no evidence of immediate danger to yourself. Because anybody can go in prison and be like, oh, they're going to kill me. Especially if you you snitched on people. Okay, they're going to kill me. I need to get out of here. Please, help me. Save me. They're going to kill me. If you do that, then um, everybody be getting out. Everybody get out early. I know you. he only has, they're saying about only eight months. Shit. January is already almost over. Hey, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. Hey, seven months and six, nine will be home. And he's going to have to, without some old bad baby earlier. Or like fucking literally like a minute and a half ago. He's going to have to go through that too. What is he going to do with his image to continue to be successful down the line? Because now that I'm thinking about it, right? Just musically, just 
musically being able to sustain new people that are out. Because like I said earlier, Drake, Cole, Kendrick, I'm not saying they will be irrelevant by 2030, but these younger, these will be the Jay-Z's, the Nas's, the, in 10 years, that's, these will be 40. That's what they will be. Now, they, now I doubt they'll be irrelevant in music, but the younger generation is looking for their stars. And Roddy Rich blowing up recently. You know, so I, I said in 2019, Roddy Rich was going to blow up. I thought 2019 was going to be his year. If he drop antisocial in the summer, then the, the then 2019 would have been a different different story. It might not have been all the baby all the time. Might have been oh shit, Roddy Rich and the baby and little baby. Like it would have been those guys in the mix. So when you got a Roddy Rich, you got a the baby, you got a little baby, you got these guys who come from that street element that people are so fascinated and enamored with. You look at a guy like 69, like what do you, we need you for? What are you going to do to draw us in? You can't talk gang shit no more. You just can't do it. You told on the people that you was doing the gang shit with. And that's a big part of streets is snitching because I mean, it happens all the time every day. You just got to turn off first 48. It happens. But what now can you talk about to get people in, especially rap fans i think honestly six nine could do that spanish shit and thrive i think he can go back to whatever that was here with annual i think he can go over to that lane and kill i just because it's an international thing he doesn't have to just solely hope that Hip-hop fans in America will fuck with them, even though I think there's a lot of fans that will because a lot of people... When you have the flu, care hey, now helps you find relief fast. What we doing, We're open late seven days a week. We Plus, web check-in lets you wait from home. And we'll... What we doing, man? Don't, don't do it. Don't do that. Hot new hip-hop. Now I gotta exit you out. Now I can't use you again because I'm in the middle of my rant. I'm in the middle of my goddamn monologue and you're gonna just hop on and play some shit. But anyways, I think he can go over there and kill. And like, I don't wish no bad on 69. If he is in danger... Of his life, I mean, fuck it, let him go home. I'm not from the streets. I'm not gonna act like I know anything about street politics. So I'm not gonna even sit here and act like you know, what I'm saying him snitching is some grave mistake and some grave thing that he should be written off for. Because in hip hop, is a lot of hypocrisy. What do you think is worse? Do you think a man beating up his woman is worse? A man beating up a woman is that worse than snitching? In hip hop, it seems like no, because people beat up on their wives. People do shit all the time. Niggas to kill people and it, they come in and it's great. We praise them, we love them. I'm so at a certain point the double standard of this shit just got to go because at at a certain point you're counteracting the shit you want to happen, right? You want black black people to do good. You don't want black people to go to jail. But on the other hand, um, we praise the bad shit. So people see the bad shit getting praised and you rocking with it and you fucking with it, and it just don't make no sense. Now, like I said, 6 9 he's just as far as anybody. He shouldn't have put himself in that situation. 9 Trey, as actual gang members, as actual street guys, they probably should have known that if shit was to go down, that 6 9 was going to tell. He would. And I get it. When you don't see that level of money, that you don't ever think you'll get the opportunity again. Like, it's hard. It's, it's easy to say if you're a street If I was a street guy, it's easy for me to be like now, rich, uh, in hindsight, looking at like, I wouldn't have fucked with 6 9 But... When you see them numbers, you see Gummo getting 20 million views. You see people offering 50, 80, 60,000 for a show. You know he's going to have to pay you some of that money. He has the potential to get bigger and bigger and bigger. It's easy to look at those numbers, millions of dollars, and be like, fuck it, I'll ride for him. 
So we'll see what happens. I don't think they're gonna. I, I just don't. I just don't think there's any um, chance that Judge Inglemeyer is gonna release six nine any earlier than his sentence. I mean, you've been there for a year. Nothing happened to you. They knew you were gonna snitch in you. So I mean, like my thing is, in like cases like that, if they're gonna kill you, I would assume they try to kill you before you can even get to the part of testifying against anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like killing you after. And like I said plenty of times, anybody, this is just anybody, anybody. If you're going to kill, if you're going to, if you're, if you're a guy on the outside right now that's plotting and wishing and hoping that when 6ix9ine gets out, you encounter him and you're able to kill him for the gang, for fame, for notoriety, for whatever, whatever you think you're going to gain from that to risk life in prison to kill 6ix9ine, you're a fucking idiot. You just, you're just a, you're just an idiot. If you kill 6ix9ine, to gain notoriety or just because it's just street protocol. If I see him, I need to kill him. You are an idiot and shit needs to get switched around. If that is still a mentality in the street in 2020, it just needs to be flipped on his fucking head because I'm not about bringing people back. I'm not going to hold my tongue and be like, Oh, it's street shit. I'm not going to talk about it because I want to see people do better. I don't want to see people do worse. I just, I, when I see certain things, like, Oh, that street shit. Don't worry about it. No, no, no. You need to worry about shit like that. Because you don't want if you if you're if you're preaching you don't want to continue to see people doing bad, then you will speak up and say something like, "Hey, that one that look right there, I don't think that's a good look. We shouldn't do that. We should we shouldn't even we shouldn't even think about doing that. That's why when I was talking about the Brooklyn shit yesterday, we casting over pop smoke. If, if he didn't kill you, if he didn't kill your brother, your mama, your sister, you're there. If it's just we on this side, he on this side, we beefing. That's dumb shit. You shouldn't do that. It just doesn't make any sense. It don't make any sense. You want to even when you explain it, it don't make no fucking sense. Even if you explain, even if you told me every raw detail, like I said, unless he killed your mama, your brother, your homie, your da, 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 unless it's something like that, I understand it. But if it's just he on that side, I'm on this side, we all dumb shit. I can't, I can't fuck with it. This, this, this is dumb. And a lot of y'all try to preach. You ain't street nigga. You on the shut the fuck up. I'm tired of that dumb ass logic. You on the side while you can. Nigga, I see what's going on. And I see people being tearing down and dumb shit going on. I see it. My bad, I just went to a rant. Cause that shit do be pissing me off. When I be seeing shit like that, I just be like, bro, what are we what are you what are you talking about? If you really about the betterment of people and you think that that shit you preaching is good, you gotta go, dog. You wonder why people look at some niggas crazy. Cause you keep preaching that dumb shit. So let's get into Cardi, man. I like Cardi. You know, I like Cardi B. I think she's um I think she's um blissfully I don't, I don't want to say blissfully ignorant because blissfully ignorant sounds like a bad statement, right? But sometimes when you read some of her tweets, it's like, it's like, oh, that's cute. You know what I'm saying? You want to get into certain things. You want to talk about politics. You want to um, learn more. But I think for a person with her magnitude, a person with her following, a person with her stature, before you say certain things, you have to be studied up on it. And I know niggas like Bernie Sanders put that bat in her back saying, Cardi B should run for Congress. I yeah, put that bat in her back, and she's like, "Fuck it, I could do it." I was a stripper. Now I'm the number one female rapper in the world. I could do anything. I can go to Congress. I can do this. But like I said yesterday, anytime you say something, especially since you would, you, you lean more on the Democratic side as far as like who you openly support and who you openly tear down. You openly support Bernie, and you openly tear uh, go against Trump. So anytime you do say something, the conservatives will come after you. And once again. We're here. This is the third day I think I'm talking about Cardi B and some political shit. So 
Cardi B got a tweet because she did open up dialogue. Hey, I want to talk to people on the other side. Let's have an open dialogue. Let's discuss unless you're racist. So some guy said owning a gun is a constitutional right, just like free speech. Cardi goes on to say, and it can also be prohibited like the time alcohol was. But guess what? It was allowed again. She put allow with regulations and strict rules. And now people drink responsibly. Now I'm not a big prohibition um, historian or anything. But wasn't at the time the reason that they banned alcohol and prohibition? And like I said, I don't know for sure. If you if you know, correct me in the conversation. Was it more like because it was like a like it wasn't able to be regulated type of thing, right? This is how I look at a lot of things like marijuana. It's only illegal because the government right now they're starting to be able to regulate it. They're starting to get money from it, get people to pay taxes for it. Because they're selling it like in places like Colorado and L.A. and well, yeah, California as a whole. Wasn't that the reason they got rid of alcohol? Not necessarily because people just wilding out, going crazy. And I don't think them even bringing it back make people drink responsibly. I just think people put drink responsibly because they don't want any liability. People, niggas still out here going drunk, going crazy, crashing cars, killing people. They're still going crazy. I don't think that's what it is. So even if you were to ban guns, even like prohibition, when you think about prohibition, um... There's going to be people that are going to get it illegally, right? And I think a big problem people talk about, she, she, she's, she, I did that gun girl video and that shit, I don't know why that gun girl video in, in the um, in the past three days just blew the fuck up. Like that shit is like 30,000 views on, I don't know why, but in that video I said gun control and gun ban, but I'm not trying to mix them together, I'm just naming things. But what Cardi B's talking about is essentially a gun ban, prohibiting guns at all, and then coming back and giving them away with stricter laws. The problem with that is that I always hear is everybody, even if everybody was to give up their guns, the criminals in some way are going to find out a way to get guns, right? Just like back in the day, through speakeasies and all that type of shit, people were finding ways to get alcohol. So if you have a regular everyday person like myself, who doesn't really want to go the illegal route to get guns, because I, I do fear jail and persecution and all type of shit like that. But the, the street guys all over the world, doesn't matter. Not, it's not a, a race thing. Any any guy who is down to illegal criminal activity gets a gun. And they're like, fuck it. The regular niggas don't got guns. We got the guns. They just run up in people's house and do whatever. Because I feel like not knowing if somebody has a gun, some aspects is deterrent. Some people just crash dummies and they go do whatever they want to do. But at some points, knowing that there might be a gun in this household might deter people. Unless you're just desperate. Unless you've just been scouting out this house. Unless you've already been in this house and you know they don't got guns. That could be a deterrent. But if you just say, hey, there's no guns anywhere and we got all the illegal firearms because, you know what I'm saying, we're criminals already. We're going to get them either way. I don't think that's a good look on how it should be done. So the Daily Wire article went on to say the entertainer made the remarks after Twitter uh, after a Twitter user pointed out that to her that bearing arms is a protected constitutional right as a free speech in the first minute. Cardi B was apparently confused by the second minute, hence her suggestion to treat it like alcohol. Additionally, it's unclear why the rapper believes prohibition and then his overturning has made people drink responsibly. Um, then she went on to say, somebody, the, the guy tweeted her back, said, we cool, just don't touch my guns. She said, listen, I do believe we have the right to bear arms. However, I do believe in order to get a gun, we should get mental checkups, proper training, and an older age limit to own one. If the proper age limit is uh, to drinking is 21 because these kids can't handle their liquor, how can they possibly be responsible, get the responsibility to own a gun? Is that fair? And, you know, they went on to kind of rip on Cardi B. So the discussion about guns popped up on Cardi B. Feed after she said, um, let's talk. I already said that. 
You should let me tell you something. Because every time I post anything political, I get attacked. I'm crazy. I read that yesterday. Our voice minds have it. Don't try me and violate me. Let's teach each other. Let's be grown. Let's teach and learn. That's how I feel. Right? The, the last part. In our voice minds, however, don't try me and don't take my kindness for weakness. I be violating. That's not me. I'm not really a violent, violating type person. But I don't really like being of that type. We grown. Let's be grown. Let's teach and let's learn. So that's how I feel. Like a lot of people on that gun, like I said about the gun girl video, they got 30,000 views. People just want to bash you. They just want to tear you down. That's why I don't like videos like the, the type of videos that gun girl does because there's nothing productive that comes. That's not a conversation. You're not trying to teach people. You're trying to catch people. You're trying to gotcha people. You're trying to get clicks. You're trying to get views. And I don't, videos like that, they might be entertaining to like people. Like, oh, we own the Dems or, oh, we own the right or whatever. Like who cares? Like that's not productive. If I say something politically that's wrong, you can actually, not your opinion, not just because you love Trump, not just because you love Bernie, not just because you love, you love Obama, not because of that, but if I'm actually wrong about something, not a moral thing that's just up for the air for opinion, but a factual thing I'm wrong about. Besides saying, look at this dumb ass idiot bitch, she ain't no shit, or look at this fat fuck, he's got a mic, you think he know. Besides that, you teach people. Hey, bro, I heard you say this, but I'm going to be honest with you. This is how it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? This was this is what it really is. And then you know what I'll do? I'll respect that. I'll look it up. And then moving forward, I'll change my opinion. But if you come at somebody say, bitch, you dumb me on no shit about gun control. You ain't teach me nothing. You ain't make no situation better. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say, fuck you too. I'm going to just laugh at you. Because when people comment me on YouTube, I just put laugh emojis. Or I just put out who gives a fuck. Because I don't know these people in real life. They'll never say these things to me in real life. And that's how Cardi look at it, right? If she tweets something that's wrong and all you do is try to get clicks and clown her instead of teaching her, she's going to go revert back. She's going to say, fuck you, suck a dick, go suck Trump's dick. You don't know shit either because you're not teaching. You're just trying to tear down and whatever. And this is another thing for Cardi too that I realized. Um, whenever Cardi does these things, politics, media, um, like government type of media, like Daily Wires and CNNs and Fox News, they don't play by the same rules as hip-hop media. Hip-hop media ain't always going to bring up your past shit because they love you. But these niggas, they don't, they don't care. They always bring up, um, let me see if I can find it. If you're watching, you'll see it, but I'll read it if you're not watching. If you're not watching. So every time they bring up Cardi B, they go to this. As noted, the Daily Wire earlier this week, Cardi B announced that she might uh, like to run for Congress after supplementing her, educa uh, her education. And then um, they tore her tweet by education. And the rapper, the rapper is currently facing up to four years behind bars. It connects to a tweet on 18 strip club bra. That's that's really that's really heightened. I, I doubt that's gonna happen. Y'all probably know it's not gonna happen. But you know, this is another way to get people to look at her like, oh, look at this dumb bitch, because they know their audience. I watch Daily Wire. I watch Ben Shapiro show because I I like to watch both sides, and I see how people do so. But this is just to me it looks like a tactic, just to. Get their fans to look at Cardi B. Oh, look, this dumb bitch. She got a, a stripper bra, dumb bitch. And then moreover, like to add to the top on top of that, Cardi B has bragged about drugging and robbing men. She lured into hotel rooms by promising them sex. And then it goes into her thing talking about, you know, you, we all heard about Cardi B um, drugging guys to rob them. And we talked about that on Absolutely Sure. And knowing that's wrong, but they'll use it in turn. Politics is a different game than hip hop. They don't play by the same rules. They don't care about street shit. They don't care about street niggas. They ruthless up there too. They don't care. They'll bring out all your skeleton out your closet. They'll throw them in your face every chance. They're not worried about you running down on them with an entourage and beating them up. They don't play them games. They play different games in the political arena. So my advice to Cardi, she already don't got tough skin now with the rap shit. 
So the politics shit, she definitely don't got no tough skin for that shit. So I advise her to do like I said yesterday. Just know what you want to talk about. Use your fame, like I said, like a like a Kim K, like a Meek Mill, like a Jay-Z, like a Beyonce, to do make change in that way. Politically, you already see what they do Jay-Z. Jay-Z's a billionaire. He done done millions of charities, but what they do? They say, oh, crack dealer Jay-Z. Look at this old crack dealer Jay-Z. You know why? He tried to dibble and dabble into politics and political niggas talk about these rappers. They bring up the worst, they the worst aspects of their past of their life. He's a crack dealer. Jay-Z the crack dealer. They ain't saying Jay-Z the billionaire. Jay-Z the mogul. Jay-Z the best rapper ever. They're not saying none of that. Jay-Z the crack dealer from the 90s. It's been damn near 30 years since he probably dealt crack. But they're going to bring it up because they don't want you in the arena. And they don't care. They're going to play dirty with them. Even though the, the politicians doing the dirty shit, touching kids, um, fucking in the dirty masseuses, trafficking money, taking money from corporations to kill people. They're doing all the worst shit. But you rappers, you a crack dealer, you an old stripper, we ain't fucking with you. It's a different it's a different arena, man. It's just different. So the last thing I'm going to touch on is music, of course, because, you know, this is a music show mostly. We didn't talk about a lot of musical artists today. So we're going to talk about some music quick, 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 quick. So Richie Quid and Quavo dropped a song called Tough Up. Tough Up? That's tough. Horrible song. Horrible. Dead music. That's how I'm going to start referring to music this year as dead music. If the music don't do nothing for me, it don't make me feel no certain type of way, it is dead music. The beat wasn't all that. The raps weren't all that. I don't care about that no more. Rolls Royce, boom. I hopped in a Lambo. That's tough room. I think um, Quavo had a part that said, we beef, patty, patty, beef, beef, patty, patty. I'm like, it's dead music. Migos, even individually, if you're going to do music, you got to do music that's going to make sense for you later. Don't do trash songs just for Rich the Kid because y'all homies and y'all friends. That song is trash. It is horrible. I never want to listen to that fucking song again. And like I said, dead music isn't necessarily just the lyrics. The beat wasn't good and the lyrics weren't good. And it made me feel no type of way. There's plenty of people that have like just basic materialistic um, lyrics, but the beat is so hard that together it just makes sense and you fuck with it. But that song is just dead. Lyrics, dead. Beat, dead. Get out of here. Ari Linux dropped a song yesterday too. Or, well, Dreamville. I guess it's a continuance of the Dreamville thing that came out because it had the same type of um, cover art, the yellow brick wall with the, the bust it, you know what I'm saying? You know how they do that thing. Um, busting it. Nice, sexy, you know what I'm saying? Ariana, uh, Ariana, Ari Lennox, you can tell the shit she's saying, you know what I'm saying? Bust down my waterfall, blah, 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 blah. that ain't exactly what she said, but it's just like that. It's a dope song you should go listen to. It's called Busting It. I didn't listen to the other one with Earth Gang just because I wanted to listen to a little uh, R&B this morning before I did start the show and get it and everything. But that's all I got for you guys, man. Hope you guys enjoyed. We're going on a strong. It's Wednesday. Um, if you do listen to podcasts, I advise you go check out because uh, I did always say I wanted to put out some positive things. I might do just end the show. Go listen to the Joe Rogan and Joey Diaz podcast. I love Joey Diaz. He's one of the, like, the funniest guys, greatest storytellers I ever heard. If you if you like just listening to funny-ass stories, people who are unfiltered, people who don't give a fuck, they don't hold back, there's no PC shit, go check out Joe Rogan and Joey Diaz. And then you can go check out Joey Diaz podcast, the church of what's happening now. I love that podcast, man. It's it's. Especially when it's just him by himself, just kicking it, talking shit. Because I like hearing people's opinions that aren't clouded and politically correct, or they're scared of this opportunity is going to fall. When you got a guy who made his own way, especially comedians who made their own way, who got their own fan base, who's there, 
Um, and they just say whatever they want because they know their fans know who they are. They know there's no malicious intent. It's just the way they think. It's just the way they brought up. And you can't cancel un- uncancelable and cancelable people. It's the greatest thing that you'll ever hear because they'll have no filter. They, they don't care. You can't cancel me. I'm a com- He's a comedian. He goes on road to get his money. He goes on the road and sells out shows, right? Those are his fans. Doesn't matter what he does. Most like depends on depending on what it is. It has to be really drastic. If it's his takes on things, he's not gonna get canceled because he's been having them takes for years. They know when you listen to Joey Diaz and you become a fan of him, you know what you're getting. And it's just raw, unfiltered shit. So go check out that. Go check out Joey Diaz. So I got for you guys there, man. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure you subscribe, like I said, on YouTube. If you're watching, comment down below what you think about the show, what you like, what do you agree with, what do you disagree with. Share it on social media. You share it on Instagram to your story. Tag at the D friend show. Go do that for your boy right now, just so I know who's listening, just so I can show you some love for showing me some love. Also, go to iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. It'll be on there, the D friend show, the audio only version. If you're working out, if you want a way to work, if you're at work, if you're in school, if you whatever you're doing, you can't watch a video at the moment, you just want to listen to me talking, go there. iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and all that good shit like that. But that's all I got for you guys, man. Hope you have an amazing Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Whatever day you end up falling upon this episode, I hope you're having a great day. I'll see you guys next time, man. It's your boy, D-Friend. Peace.